0: Me casher at me. Nehola tadiki, my meeting, Shabdoren, or Hola tadiki, my meeting, Shorea Farkadoshimacha Barezema. Uvifra Rabenuakadosh, Tadikis of Dramnacha, Novameco Rabenu Nahman, Fegim and Simcha. Na, nach, nachman, nachman, umans, or tot again and animal colis, Today we will do Torah, uh, Siman, you died and Ted Vav, fourteen and fifteen, a chief caran, Bizratashe. Starting so with the words Vehol so, every single thing that Rabenu wanted to do in serving Hashem It was super difficult upon Him With all the heaviness in the world For Rabenu it seemed as if the entire world was cr- was uh, crashing upon Him And this is something very important to understand When you begin to serve Hashem As Rabbeinu teaches us in Nikutin Moran That it's actually a very great benefit why people go through so much difficulty in serving Hashem when they start to do Teshuvah. When they start to serve Hashem, when they begin to enter the service of God. Rabbeinu says it's a tremendous chesed of Hashem that He sends you difficulty. You want to know why? Because depending on how difficult it is at the beginning, and you still hold on, you create a vessel which enables you to receive lots of light later when things get easier. Meaning, the vessel to determine how much light you're going to take in much later, is all depends upon how much difficulty you have at the beginning. If everything easy, you don't, have, you don't create a vessel big enough to receive much light later. So your perception of Hashem later will, won't be so great. But the difficulties in entering the service of Hashem, the greater they are, the bigger the vessel you can attain to receive the light of Hashem. It's a tremendous matana of Hashem, a tremendous gift. And in the beginning for it was very difficult upon him. It was very tough to sit down alone in his house, in his house, sorry. Me'uchad is a alone for a few hours, consecutive hours. It was very difficult for him to sit in his house alone for many hours at a time to engage in serving Hashem. And this was a very difficult thing for him at the beginning but Rabbeinu, may his memory be a blessing, would force himself very much. And he broke his desire. And he would sit countless hours every single day. Many, many hours every single day. And secluded prayer. And speaking to Hashem in his own language. In a very unique room. In his very specific room. This is what it takes to be a tzaddik. When things are difficult, you don't give up. And so too it was very difficult on him. Very, very difficult on him. The service that he needed to do every single day. Because Rabenu said, Oh, I need to do these tefilot. I need to do this I need to give this tzaddik. I need to do this avodatash and This limut. Imagine how many hours that takes. Rabenu was very discouraged by this at the beginning. And it became so very difficult upon him until it became impossible for him to carry the yoke of the great heaviness which this service basically uh, put on him and how difficult it was on him. But only through this piece of advice that he was able to carry himself with the yoke of this service. Which piece of advice? Which piece of advice is it? The advice of what we call Hayom. Meaning that every single day he would think in his mind that he only has this day alone. That said, Tomorrow is not promised to me. Every day is a gift of Hashem. And I only have right now. The next hour, the next moment is not mine. As Rabenu writes in, the, in, in this Torah, of this very famous Torah that Rabenu says, if a person wants to get anything done in the world, whether it's or whether it's um, especially in Ruchaniyut, and Torah, you cannot look at the big picture and think about how much work you have to do over the next 10 years, or how much work you have to do over the next lifetime, how much work you have to do over the next week. Rabbanu is saying you take each day for what it has. And that's all you focus on. What happens tomorrow is a completely different world, he says. He says, Olam Chadash Ligamre. It's like a brand new world. It has nothing to do with you. And also, who says you have the next day? So all we have to do is right now, and Gabenu says, never push off the mitzvah to tomorrow. Because who says you're going to have to do it tomorrow? Who says you're going to have the opportunity tomorrow? You, have to own, you, own, you only have right now to do it. And this is the advice. Rabenu would only picture in his mind this day alone. And he would not pay attention to the, the next day or the time to come, the next few hours at all. Rabbeinu would only act as if he only had this day alone. Meaning this shah, this moment. And this is what enabled him to carry the yoke of this Avodat Hashem to each and every day. Why? Because he said this is the yoke of this, of this day alone. It's not tomorrow. There's no tomorrow. He was able to carry the yoke of the service of this day alone. <laughs> because upon one day alone, a person's able to accept upon himself all sorts of service in the world. All the types of abodat Hashem a person can do. He can do it if he just believes he has one day left. Because if he really does, he'll know that it's not such a big deal. <laughs> Twelve hours... 14 hours, 18 hours, we're awake. Who knows? Because the person knows that he only has this day alone. If the person really believed this and pictured in his mind that it's only this day, he would do all the Avodat Hashem in the world. And when finished the service of this day, of the day in which he was in. Then the next day, again, he would accept upon himself the service of that day alone. But not the day after. <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> and rabenu would accustom himself constantly that he would only think in his mind the, the act of that day alone. That, the acts of that day alone. <speaking in Hebrew> and because of this alone, he was able. And through this, he was able to carry upon himself the yoke of the service that he wanted to do, which was very heavy. And without this piece of advice, he would not be able to carry a single thing. Rabbeinu is telling you, you want to carry Avodat Hashem, you want to do things, you want to get things done, only act as if you have right now. There's no tomorrow. There's no the next hour. It's right now. Because Rabbeinu would try to increase as many Avodat Hashem as he could in a single day because he believed that this is the only day and everything was with tremendous toiling, with effort, and with great heaviness, to the point where he was not, he was not able to carry upon himself this um, obligation of this service except by means of this piece of advice. The only way he could uh, hold himself up to it was through this piece of advice. That he would only think in his mind that I only have this day alone. At least it above. An incredible chidush as brought down in Lesson uh, 57 of the Inanam nedarim Of making vows. Rabbanu would accustom himself to make vows many, many times. That many times when the day would arrive, he would accept upon himself with a vow, all the acts and arrangement of service that he wanted to do, that he wanted to do that day. Rabenu would make a vow at the beginning of the day, he would say, I'm going to the Hashem, I make a vow that I'm going to the mikveh, or that I'm going to study one hour of this Torah, or that I'm going to give this amount of tzedakah, etc., etc. And Rabbeinu would do all these nedarim, and afterwards, even though it was very difficult for him to do these acts of service because it's not easy, he would be obligated to do it because of the fact that he made a vow already, and he would not be able to annul it. And he would do this many times over. And it's funny, one time Rabbi Natan asked Rabbenu, as is brought down in Avenir um, in, Barzel uh, by Rabbi Avram Rabbi Nachman. Uh, Rabbi Natan once asked Rabbenu, How is it possible that you used to make Nedarim as a kid? And he brought down in the Gemara Nedarim. he's brought down in the, in the Talmud, in the Gemara. Um, that a person shouldn't make, uh, shouldn't engage in frequent, frequent uh, nidarim, shouldn't engage in vows um, constantly, because he can get to a point where he can violate them, and it can be very dangerous. But Rabbanu responded to him. He said, "That's only for a person who's shemazelnik, what they call in Yiddish, uh, a person who's hapless, like a person who lazy, doesn't get things done, person who's uh, let things happen to him. He's like a misken." poor individual like everyone looked down upon him it's like a person who doesn't have this azut this this boldness for holiness this holy arrogance that's a Shlemazalnik Rabben was saying if you want to get anything done you have to do Nedarim especially when things are difficult that the Nedar will actually help you accomplish it and as was said when you accomplish the Nedar and when you fulfill it it gives you a Munat Chachamim as it is brought down in that Torah uh, in uh in many different Torahs also, if I'm not mistaken, to Asanek if I'm um, not mistaken, this Inyan. But, uh, Rabenu, as a kid, used to engage in many vows so that he would, that vow would actually encourage him to finish the act. And Rabenu would make any sort of vow that would create a fence and a, a boundary around any sort of, um, uh, what do you call it, trait that he didn't want to fall into. Rabenu. Uh, what do you call it? He would he would create all sorts of uh, of uh, nedarim vows or safeguards to keep him from uh, temptations or bad traits. Rabenu would accustom himself to making nedarim to create these ba- these defenses and these boundaries from from these bad traits so as he would not so that he would not fall into it. And sometimes Rabenu would go as far to swear. On a holy object, for example, um, as brought down in Choshab uh, Mishpat, this inyan of grabbing Nekitat uh, Refetz, usually a Sefer Torah or fili. Rabenu would sometimes grab Nekitat uh, Refetz, a holy object, and make a Shvuah, a swear, an oath on that object that he would not fall into this thing or he would not do this thing, or that he would uh, accomplish this. So that he would be strong to separate himself from the thing in which he wanted to separate himself from. As we're going to see in the next um, Sa'if, the next uh, section, 16, how Rabenu was a chidush, Rabbenu said in Oran, we're going to see uh, in section uh, 16, Rabenu was the youngest to destroy the Ta'avat Niyuf, a mishkal, this desire for sexual temptation. Rabenu said he was a master of this to the point where he was the youngest in the history of all the tzaddikim to destroy this ta'va. Can you imagine what we're talking about here? So, the main thing is, um, is to actually, it's very good. Rabbeinu gives us a piece of advice. Make nedarim if you really want to accomplish something because behemete will actually give you the strength to make it happen because a person's scared to not to fulfill the neder to make a vow. And uh, to to break a vow, God forbid, and obviously the punishments for breaking a vow are not are not uh, are are big. And it's uh, the Zohar speaks about this in many different times. The main thing though is that the vow actually gives us the encouragement, the strength to actually accomplish the act. So, all the acts that we do, um, even if it's a simple act like uh, going to the mikveh, you're about to go. Uh, Tell Hashem it back literally. You're right outside the mikveh. Say Hashem, I'm making an effort to go to the mikveh. You're already there. And Rabenu says the um, amazing thing that. When when you do when you do this because that's the, really the only way to do it if you're not sure you're going to do it it's very tough to make a nedar because if you're not sure you're going to do it already imagine uh, breaking imagine how many nedarim you can make and you can break so Rabbanu says the best way to do this is actually when you're about to do the act you make a nedar right before Hashem uh, I make a nedar to give to Saka you have the twenty dollar bill in your hand you go to give it to a poor person and with this you increase your emunat you give yourself the strength to accomplish the act you build yourself this uh, this emuna. Uh, all these benefits come from these Nedarim. And uh, look in Moran for this Moran um, for more on this idea. But uh, we see here two very important pieces of avodat Hashem. First, Hayon. Engage in avodat Hashem as if you only have today. So that you can accomplish a lot. Because, behemet, when you live like this, there's nothing that can stop you. And the second thing is Nedarim. And uh, how a person should create boundaries and safeties around things that aren't good. And we're going to see tomorrow, uh, in the next podcast about how awesome Rabenu was in separating himself from, and how much he abstained from this desire. Um, the general desire of the entire world, Rabbeinu says, as the Zohar says, um, The Zohar says that the main evil inclination today is, uh, has to do with sexual immorality. And it's the biggest impurity that exists. Rabbeinu says, It's the biggest Tuma of all of them. So, Bezrat Hashem, may we have reinforcement for all these things that we studied. Tomorrow we'll get into that uh, subject.